There's power in your pain and strength in your struggle. There's a reason for the rain and a purpose for the puddles. Sometimes it's hard to stand and be confident in yourself. Sometimes it's hard to play with the hand that you've been dealt. When you're trying your hardest and hardest to improve. When you're torn between two worlds and you suddenly have to choose. Because the world you once knew feels to be withering away. And the world you once loved is changing each and every day. What do you do but to try to be strong? And remember the purpose that you had all along. I've procrastinated hard and paused to life and its fears. I've persevered through tough times and just couldn't fight the tears. I felt broken more than once and now trauma has resurfaced. Feeling triggered makes it harder to make sense within these verses. Sometimes anxiously I question what's the purpose all along Then I remember he's the reason and I'm right where I belong. Trying hard to bring life to a dream I want to obtain. While pushing through no matter what because I won't let it be in vain. Though it's a struggle now to live, no matter how I play my cards. I miss you dearly, but God has a plan, and I still got to do my part. I love you, Dad. It's 2024. My gosh, how time flies. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and thank you for being patient with me during my hiatus. I'm your host, Tealise, and I am finally back with Restore the Core. Throughout this podcast, we will continue to break free through artistry and learn how we can use our trauma to transform it into triumph. Thank you to everyone that's tuning in. Are you ready? This is Tealise, and it's time to Restore the Core. Oh my goodness it's so good to be back two months literally turned into two years i really didn't plan to stay away this long but a lot has happened i originally took a hiatus because i was feeling really overwhelmed and i just needed to focus on myself and so i did that for a while on top of that i was just working adulting figuring out the financial part of my life trying to better prepare myself for my future i guess you could say Um, so during my hiatus, I actually took a season of my life to go back to working with kids. God knew I could make a difference in their lives. And so he placed me there for seven months, which is ironic because the number seven in the Bible is the number of completion. So when I knew that chapter of my life was ready to be closed, it, it was going into summer break of 2023. And the turnaround time for me to interview for another position was pretty quick. I was blessed with an opportunity to work in the corporate world, which is literally what I had been praying and believing God for. I got a call the last week of school asking me to come in for an interview for an office position. And of course, I was nervous because it would be such a hard switch from working with kids to working in the office now. But I know I'm a fast learner, but I started to doubt how fast I could catch on or how hard of an adjustment it would be. I started to question whether or not I was even making the right decision. I figured I was just in my head about it, and um, I decided to go on the interview. And after that, it wasn't long before I got a phone call that they wanted to hire me. My start date was set for June 26, 2023. Part of me was ready to start, but a huge part of me had so much doubt. Those of you that know me, 
know that I'm really big on entrepreneurship and my crafts and how important it is to do the things that God has called me to do and the things that I enjoy, like my podcast, like my nonprofit work, like my music. And as for my return with the podcast, things just never seem to line up. And with work, it just felt like it didn't give me the time to dedicate to those things. The thing about my last job is that it just didn't give me the flexibility I needed to keep doing what I loved. I was exhausted by the time I came home every single day, exhausted in every way, mentally, physically, and emotionally. So with this job, I really began to question myself and to talk myself out of the job before I even started it. I just wanted my freedom. I was asking myself questions like, do you really want to do this? Are you sure? What if you don't like it? It's such a long commute. But now I know what it was. It was fear. Then I didn't recognize it as that. But now that I look back, I do. Change has always been a hard thing for me. So my main goal for 2023 has been to do the things that I didn't feel like doing or that I didn't want to do to push myself. And each time I do, I end up having an overall positive experience about that thing I push myself to do. But I also feel like when I get in a groove of consistency and bettering myself, life seems to throw a curveball my way. After I decided to take the position and was going through the onboarding process, a tragedy hit my family like a ton of bricks. Something that I never expected would happen or that I never would have seen coming. On June 19th of 2023, one of my brothers passed a suicide. He took his life in his car right outside my grandma's house. My grandma and my mom found him. It was the worst night of our lives. His name was Derek, but we called him Dab because D-A-B was his initials. Dab was always the life of the party. He was so selfless, always wanted to help others, and his smile would light up the room. He was a strong believer, and he was not only a lyrical genius, but he had a voice from heaven. The day before was Father's Day, and I asked him to sing me something like he did back in our day. He did, and he smiled at me. The next day, around midnight, he was he was gone that quick. In my head, today, I still hear him singing to me. My dad passing hit me like a ton of bricks. But Dab's passing was a feeling that I still can't explain. Not to mention how much of a trigger it was to feel like I was reliving the death of my father. I was not just heartbroken, but the stress and the grief of his passing took a toll on me physically and mentally. The next week I was in the hospital because I had been suffering from these really bad chest pains to the point to where I felt like I could barely breathe. While I was there, I found out that my hemoglobin was at 7.8. I've known that I've been anemic for for years now, but that's the lowest that it's ever been. My blood pressure was also high due to stress. After a follow-up appointment with my doctor, I ended up having to wear a heart monitor for, for two weeks. And for the first time, I had been prescribed anxiety medication that I didn't end up taking because I had anxiety about taking the anxiety medication. I know what it feels like to experience a close death. I've experienced two. I know what it feels like to suffer from anxiety, to feel broken, and like you will never truly be whole again. If you're experiencing any of this, I promise you, you are not alone. 
you'll be able to have joy and peace again. You just have to give yourself grace and time to heal. There are a few things in particular that helped me cope during my brother's passing. The first was God. Without God, I most certainly would not have been able to get through this. I know God heard my cries because somehow I found peace in the midst of such a tragedy. It's what you would call peace that passes all understanding. I understand that now. The second was my significant other who has been so supportive, patient with me and there for me every step of the way. The next has been my family and all the people that came together to help and to support, including my HUG support group. HUGS is a group specifically designed for survivors of suicide loss. And there is such a safe space for anyone who has experienced this. You can talk, not talk, you can say how you feel and not be judged, or you can just listen. A support system is super important when experiencing grief, but so is having something to focus on. And focusing on my relationship with God really saved me mentally. And although all of this has happened, and I'm very much still hurting, I say to myself, I will not let my brother's death be in vain. He died with his dreams, and so I'm going to do everything in my power to reach mine, for him and for me. It gives me that much more drive to fulfill the calling that God has on my life. Although you may have experienced grief or trauma, sometimes it may be hard to motivate yourself. I promise you, though, that God has a higher calling on your life than what you are doing right now. You just have to keep pushing, putting in the work, and being consistent. I still feel mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted every day. And it didn't feel like I was even ready to start this podcast back. But after having a really important conversation with someone very dear to me, I realized with some of the most important decisions and moments in your life, you're never going to truly be 100% ready. You just got to step out on faith. And a lot of times, just making a decision is what we need to do. I listened to a podcast recently, and they were talking about being bold and courageous and doing the things that we need to do to stand out. They mentioned something that holds a lot of truth. And that was the fact that God's plan for your life is going to manifest. We can delay it because we don't want to do the things that the plan may require, but it is going to manifest. How long it takes to come into fruition is really on us and our obedience to him. If you or someone you know has lost a loved one, give yourself time to process the grief. You might not see it now, but things are going to get better. Let yourself feel the emotions that you need to feel. Thank you for tuning in to Restore the Core. And we're out.